You're listening to the Songs from the Howling Sea podcast. Stories taken from London's dark past and accompanied with a song written by myself and inspired by the same tale. You can find plenty more at songsfromthehowlingsea.co.uk plus videos from which this audio is taken. This episode, Beasts on the Street. The English love their animals. Wild or domesticated, little or large, cats or dogs, it really doesn't matter. Some like them feathered, some like them scaled, some like them covered in fur with the run of the house. Others like them covered in latex and let out for the weekends. But regardless of whether you like animals up close or behind bars, or whether you simply like to enjoy them between two slices of white bread and a touch of brown sauce, this next story is of interest to everyone. Mr. Yamrak was chief of the Hamburg River Police in the early 19th century. During his daily rounds of patrolling the waterways, he would board vessels and inspect them for customs. It was during this time that he discovered the lucrative trade in importing wild, exotic animals. Being a lover of animals himself, and especially of a quick buck, he entered the trade and began a family business. In 1840, he died and his son Charles took over. Charles was by now deeply familiar with the family business and with the mysterious distant homelands of his father's cargo. Schooled in equatorial adventures and tropical mysteries, with the choice of the whole world open in front of him like a choose-your-own-adventure paperback from the 80s. The 1980s, when children read books, resolved their own conflicts and weighed under 13 stone, Charles left Germany and headed straight to the Ratcliffe Highway here in East London, trading in the Amazon and the jungles of Borneo for opium dens and murder hotspots. He opened Jamrak's Menagerie, an animal emporium open to all. Thanks to the lax animal laws of the day, here you could buy pretty much anything you wanted. Sumatran rhinos, bears, lions. You want your house in Wapping to be guarded by an alligator? Cool. You want to ride down the strand on a dodo? Why not? Require a silverback gorilla as your plus one for the annual Plumstead Swinger Soiree? Right this way, madam. Anything your heart could desire. Well, everything except koalas, because the little buggers never survived the six-week boat journey. But don't worry, you could always have a dead one converted into a lampstand. Yes, one thriving Victorian fashion was to convert dead animals into furniture. And let me tell you, you haven't lived until experiencing the bliss of engaging with Kipling's Jungle Book while nestled firmly yet comfortably in the bowels of an elephant carcass. Orders flew in from all over the globe, New York, Paris, Tehran. Amongst his customers were H.G. Wells, Baden-Powell, royalty, and his shop is even referenced in Charles Dickens' Martin Chuzzlewit, and even as a supplier of a Norwegian wolf in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Over time, Charles developed a reputation not only as someone who could communicate with the animals, but also have power over the animal kingdom. Although this didn't prevent a customer from having his clothes ripped off by an irate monkey, or from a python escaping and making its home in Victoria Park, where it feasted on ducks and swans. And there is still, to this day, a statue found in Tobacco Dock that marks the most fantastic tale of all. One day, during a routine delivery at the docks, a male Bengal tiger escaped his cage and wandered off down Commercial Street. 
a young boy who'd never seen such a thing before decided to wander over and give the big cat a pat on the head. Well, he received a pat back and was knocked unconscious and dragged off in the jaws of this great beast. Mr. Jamrak witnessed what was taking place and gave chase to this tiger, leapt on its back. He attacked the tiger from behind, grasping at its throat with both hands and driving his thumbs into the soft place behind its jaw, which caused the tiger to choke, loosen its hold and release its prey. Jamrak then gave it a couple of cracks with a crowbar for good measure and returned the boy. And what of his grateful parents? Well, they turned around and sued Jamrak for 300 pounds. Some tell tales, others rhyme, but I sing songs from the Howling Sea. Hey baby, let me take you down to a place of strange sights and sounds. You ain't never seen the like before, just a stone's throw from your front door. Place of strange sights and sounds. You ain't never seen the like before. Just a stone's throw from your front door. Hey, baby, step out of me. See beasts of air, land, and sea. Some creep and some would saw down the road. A jam rag store. Hey, baby, let me take you down to a place of strange sights and sounds. Pretty as a picture, pretty as a poem, all along way from home. My heart aches for some far off place. No one clutters their view with your sway. How you raised a school. Love's fate can be freed from chains that crippled and lame. Place weight on title on name. Title on name. Strange sights and sounds You ain't never seen the like before Just a stone's throw from your front door